0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to my podcast. How y'all doing today? And today we're talking all about week two of the NFL. We're talking week two biggest takeaways, week two winners and losers. And we're talking some week two predictions of mine. Some I got wrong, some I got right, and a new segment that I'm going to implement. And hope you all have a great day, and let's get right into this. Okay, so for segment number one, we got biggest takeaways. So week two was full of action. And big, full of shocks, and really, um, definitely some coming out of Ravens, Chiefs. But, alright, first takeaway. I think the Cardinals are a legit contender with how Kyler Murray is playing. Kyler Murray is absolutely lighting things up. He's throwing like 400 yards a game and throwing like four touchdowns. He is absolutely throwing the ball so well, so well. A, com- a really good start to the year so far. Um,. I think he is definitely now in the MVP race. I think he definitely belongs there, and I definitely think the uh, Cardinals are a contender. Um, they definitely have a tough division, but I think they can really make some noise in the NFC. Um, De- DeAndre Hopkins, they have him. They-, they have a loaded offense. Kristen Kirk, A.J. Green, and with how Chandler Jones played last week against Taylor Luan, um. I definitely think they're a solid team, and they're definitely a good contender in the NFC. But another contender, I think the biggest contender, the Rams. I think the Rams are the biggest challenge for the Buccaneers in the NFC. They have a loaded defense. Jalen Ramsey is one of the top corners in the game, maybe number one or two. Aaron Donald is, in my opinion, the second-best defensive player in the game. Actually, you know what? I put him first. You know what? He's just a game record. He's an absolute beast. That's why he wins Defensive Player of the Year because he is an absolute beast. He just absolutely destroys your game plan. You have to think about him before you think about stopping Matthew Stafford. And right now, Matthew Stafford is on a tear. Cooper Cup is lighting things up. Cooper Cup is, has been an absolute beast, and I get I keep getting cooked in, by him in fantasy football, which is making me mad. But I mean, eh, gives me a good segment for the podcast. So, but it still all works out. Um. But, yeah, Robert Woods is playing really well. Matthew Stafford is playing absolutely phenomenal. I'll say it again. Um, but their defense is loaded. And what you need to beat the Bucs is you're going to have to be able to – you're going to have to have a defense that can somewhat stop them and a running game to somewhat counter um, Tom Brady in that um, vicious wide receiving core with A.B., Mike Evans, and Chris Godwin. But – and they definitely have a somewhat solid running game. I'm not going to say that they have the best running game in the whole league, but I definitely say that they have a pretty good one. So, I definitely think that they are they are going they're going to be a huge problem for the Buccaneers this week. And actually, another thing, Buccaneers Rams week 3 Fox game of the week. It is going to be my prediction one of the best games of the whole year. This game is going to be a great game. Matthew Stafford vs. Tom Brady. Jalen Ramsey vs. Um, Mike Evans. It's going to be an absolute beast of a game. It's going to be one of the top games of the year. Speaking of some of the top games of the year, Ravens are still in the mix. They they beat the Chiefs, and I predicted that they were they were going to need a shootout to win the game. That's, that's not what they did. Their defense came up with stops. They were. Dev- I was definitely right on the over-under part. I knew that they were going to score over 56 points in total in that game. But their defense came up clutch, got some stops, and Lamar Jackson defeated his kryptonite, the Kansas City Chiefs. And, like, he he's trying to get paid. And I know he put that all-the-money situation behind him, and he said, I'm just going to play football right now. And right now, you've got to be like, give me my money right now. I just beat the Chiefs. Let's go. Come on. Um, A huge performance by Lamar Jackson. Clyde O'Donnell, fumbling. um, A huge recovery and a huge stop by the the Ravens. Coming up huge. Um, That's definitely a big win for them. Um, If you can beat the Chiefs, you can beat almost everybody. Um, But, yeah, I don't see them as complete. I see them like... I don't see them winning the Super Bowl, and I don't see them going to the Super Bowl. Um, But I definitely think they can do some damage in the AFC. Um, Last takeaway is the Titans. They're getting back on track. They had a good win yesterday. They beat Russell Wilson and the Seahawks, and that is a tough task with how well Russell Wilson is playing. He's playing almost as well as Kyler Murray. I think Russell Wilson should definitely be in that MVP mix. I definitely think um, that the Seahawks are also a top team in the NFC, but the Titans are still good, and Derrick Henry is still one of the best running backs in the game, and he showed that in the second half of that game. And in overtime he went off for almost 130 yards and three touchdowns just in the second half and um, um, in overtime alone. So definitely a huge performance by him. And also another takeaway, the Raiders. Raiders beat my Steelers. Gosh dang it! But yeah, definitely. Um, I they're, they're 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 definitely an impressive team. Um, Darren Waller didn't get all the touches, but Henry Rugg Henry Ruggs came up clutch. Um, another one of their tight ends came up clutch. Their defense got some stops. I mean, I'm not saying that it's a huge deal to get stops against the Steelers defense because once again, they're always just stinky. Yeah. The Steelers' offense is stinky. Big takeaway? No, I'm not. It's, it's not a big takeaway. off Steelers, Steelers' offense has been stinky since, like, week 11 of the last year. So, well, definitely a good win for the Titans as long as the Raiders. And so, those are the biggest week two takeaways. Um, we're going to look at the biggest winners and losers of week two in the next segment. Okay, so we got three winners and two losers. Um... It was kind of, it was a bit hard to find some losers, but I definitely picked out some people who had terrible weeks and definitely lost week two. Winners, I'm going to do, so we have three winners, two losers. I'll do one, 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 and then just one loser, one winner. So, first winner, we got Lamar Jackson. He beat his kryptonite. I said this last segment, but he played an absolutely great game, um, and he beat the Chiefs. Um, definitely, the, it's his first time ever do, ever in his career that he's actually beat the Chiefs. So, good for you, Lamar Jackson. You beat the Chiefs. You definitely didn't do me a solid. Being a big Steelers fan. Yay! Okay. Well, definitely happy for Lamar Jackson. He, well, good for him. He's trying to get paid, and he's definitely gonna... I think he should definitely get paid because he finally beat the Chiefs, his Kryptonite. Well, really, the thing is, you got to think about it. It's like if you're the Ravens, you're like, you're a good quarterback in the regular season, but you can't do anything in the playoffs. And I still think that he has something to prove. He hasn't won a playoff game yet. Um, If he can win a playoff game and at least maybe get to the AFC Championship or at least a divisional round without getting a bye, um, I definitely 100% think that he should get paid. All right, so one win- one winner down, four losers and winners to go. The number one loser, Greg Joseph, the Vikings kicker. Do we got any Vikings fans? I don't know, but Greg Joseph had a terrible week. Um, He put up a 33-yard kick to win the game against the Cardinals. One of the top teams in the the NFC right now. Huge win. If the Vikings can pull off that win after getting just embarrassed by the Bengals last week, that would be great. Uh, no. No, Greg Joseph missed a 33-yard kick and lost him the game. So, yeah. Wow. They shot Greg Joseph. Round of applause. No, no round of applause. Okay. Okay, fine. Rick Joseph, come on, get better. You can't just miss a 33-yard kick. I'd understand if you missed like a 55-yard kick, maybe a 45-yard kick, but not a 33-yard kick. I walk in. I walk into my living room. i got the TV on. Vikings Cardinals is on. Walk in. It's like the final five minutes of the game. I tune in, so I'm like, okay, this is a good game. It's a good game. Come on. All right. Come on. I'm like, come on, Vikings. You can do this. I'm rooting for you. Because I felt bad. I kind of got embarrassed by the Bengals. So I was like, you can do it. He missed a 33-yard kicker. Okay. I'm just like, okay, Vikings. Okay. Okay, Greg Joseph. I'm putting you on my podcast. Okay. But done with Greg Joseph. All right. Hurts me to talk about it. Second winner, Derrick Henry. He went freaking off. He had an absolute beast game. In the second half, he had, I'm repeating this outline from the first segment, but he had over 100, almost 130 yards and three touchdowns in the second half in overtime alone. That's better than Najee, both of Najee Harris's games combined. Rushing. Yeah, so, I mean, nice up, Derrick Henry good for you. I mean, I mean, he definitely didn't have the best week last week. I mean, the whole Titans team didn't have a good week last week, especially Taylor Lewan. But, yeah, definitely good for Derrick Henry. Um definitely. I mean, I have a friend who has him in fantasy. I got I paid the price. Derrick Henry, come on. Come on. Just, this of course of all weeks, he decided to go off for like 150 yards and three touchdowns and put up like 70 points, come on, and I lost, I lost by like 20 points because of Derrick Henry, so thank you, all right, loser number two, we got Zach Wilson, he played absolutely horrible, he got blown, the Jets just got blown out by the Patriots, and the Patriots are kind of stinky, I mean they're not stinky, I want to put them as like this, I want to put them in the stinky category, But they're definitely not, like, a top-notch team. If we got A, B, C, and D, I'd put them in between C and B. So, like, C-plus, right? Or B-minus. But, yeah, he threw four interceptions. That's just not acceptable. Some people are even questioning the Jets taking Zach Wilson over Mac Jones and Justin Fields. All right, so that's done with the losers. No more losers. Now we got our last winner. We got Derek Carr. Had a heck of a week. Absolutely lit up the best defense in the game, Pittsburgh Steelers. That's my team. Gosh dang it, Derek Carr. But, I mean, it is what it is. Definitely two impressive wins for the Raiders, definitely. They beat the Ravens and they beat the Steelers. So, they're 2-0 against the AFC North this year. So. That's great. AFC North. Raiders absolutely love the AFC North. But, yeah, definitely a great win. He had almost 300 yards. And on a crucial, crucial third and ten with, like, almost like fourth quarter, he threw a bomb to Henry Ruggs. Touchdown. Touchdown on third and ten. It was like a 60-yard pass. It was a really great throw. I mean, he was under pressure, and he just launched it. Incredible throw to Henry Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs definitely came up clutch in this game. Darren Waller didn't get as many touches, um, which I predicted, by the way. I'll talk about that a little later. But, um, yeah, Henry Ruggs came up clutch, and Derek Carr had a really great week um, against the Steelers. So, And that is it for the winners and losers segment. And for this next segment, I'm going to be looking back on my week two predictions. Some of them are wrong, some of them are right, some of them are downright embarrassing. So, don't judge me. Alright, on to the next segment! Okay, so we're looking back on some week two predictions of mine. As I said earlier, some of them are right, some of them are wrong, and some of them are kind of embarrassing. So, I would appreciate it if you don't make fun of me. So, that'd be nice. Alright, I got a list here some things i was right on and something i was wrong let's start with the wrongs just to get it over with so i wasn't completely wrong on most of like the like breakout or bust or um or the over and unders but i was wrong on almost every single one of my game picks so yeah yeah i predicted that the eagles were gonna beat the niners 27 to 20. I'm pretty sure yep 27 to 20. they lost and put up 11 points eagles so thanks I lost because of that um I also predicted that the Chiefs were gonna beat the Ravens 42 to 28. that didn't happen I mean I was kind of close scoring wise a little bit kind of but the Ravens won and I said the Chiefs were gonna win so Yay. Dang it. I said the Steelers were going to beat the Raiders. That didn't happen. I said the Steelers were going to beat the Raiders 23 17. Raiders beat the Steelers. Nice. I was right somewhat on one of the games. I said that the Rams would beat the Colts 27 17. Final score, I'm pretty sure, was 27 24. So I was right. Almost completely. I was off by a touchdown. But I was right somewhat. So I'll put that in the win category. And the things that I was right on. We got Jamar Chase. I predicted that the Bears defense is not good against big plays. And they showed that week one against the Rams. Um, and would you know it? Jamar Chase is the big play guy, so I was like, this mix well. This mixes well. So and Jamar Chase, thank you. He had three receptions, 56 yards, and a touchdown. So he definitely and was the big play guy. So yay. I, I told you to, I told you that Zach Wilson was gonna be a bust. I was right about that. Pretty sure he had negative fantasy points. He had, like, four completions and four interceptions. Nice. Nice job, Zach Wilson. Thank you for allowing me to be right, having just a downright terrible week. I was right about Noah Fant. He had a great week. He had a touchdown, a couple nice receptions. So, thank you, Noah Fant. Thank you. I said that – I said to start him in your fantasy lineup because that no Jerry Judy – Means he gets more targets. And more targets. Means more receptions. More receptions. Means more touchdowns. More touchdowns. Means more fantasy points. Fantasy football math. So. Yeah. Alright. I was right about not putting in DJ Tark. Because he had one reception for 19 yards. Yeah. I got that right. Yeah. So. I said that the uh, Broncos secondary was just not just going to lock him down. I feel like he wasn't going to have that kind of a game, and he didn't. He only had one reception for 19 yards, so yeah, All right, and the last one, I was right on the Darren Waller over and under. I said that he was going to have less than 15 targets. He did. The Steelers defense did a great job on limiting him. Um, and I was also right about the Chiefs and Ravens over and under. I said that they were going to have way over, um, 56.5 points. And they did. So, yeah, so that's what I had right and what I had wrong. And, so, for the final segment of the day, it's a new one. It's called Chooch of the Day. So, Chooch is an Italian word meaning, like, idiot or dummy. So, I'm going to pick out one person who is the biggest idiot or dummy. Week two. It's different from the winners and losers because being an idiot isn't like not doing something. It's like, like the Greg Joseph missed a 33 yard kick. You're not like a dummy for not making the kick, you're just didn't do good. You're dumb because you like made a wrong decision or something. So that's the difference. So on to chooch of the week. Okay, so for the chooches a day. Kind of tough. There are a lot of kind of dummies this week. But I found one. found one that sticks out most of all. And that is Mike Tomlin. Let me give you the scenario. So, Seals have the ball on the 50-yard line. It's fourth and one. Steelers are down 26-14 with about eight minutes left to play. In my mind, I'm like, all right, you got to go for it. It's four and one. Just give it to Ben or Najee and sneak it. Just sneak it up the middle. Ben, mosey your old skeleton body. Just, like, find a little hole and get one yard. One yard. But in my Tomlin's mind, he's like, we got to punt. Our defense can get the stop. Okay, our defense can get the stop, but even if they do... It's just going to take time off the clock. I'm not saying that there's a 100% chance that we get the 4th down and 1, but there's a pretty high chance. So, Mike Tomlin is the Chooch of the Week. The first honorary Chooch of the Week. Mike Tomlin, there's no trophy because Chooches do not get trophies, Mike Tomlin. And they don't go for it. They ended up getting the stop, but with six minutes left. They get stopped on third down. It's about four minutes left. Then they kick a field goal. It's 26-17. 20, still down by nine. So... They end up losing the game. The Raiders run out the clock. The Steelers get the ball back with like 30 seconds. Deontay Johnson almost tears his ACL, but he's okay, luckily. Okay, so thank you all for tuning in. I hope you like the new segment, and have a great day.